and welcome to the Middle East Forum speaker webinar series. I'm Stacey Roman and I will be moderating this discussion today. We're pleased to have Michael Gofrinkiel, a fellow at the Middle East Forum, join us to discuss demographics as destiny. France once conquered Africa. Now Africa is taking over France. Mr. Gofrinkiel will speak for 10 to 15 minutes and open it up for questions. Should you wish to ask a question, please use the Q&A box located at the bottom of your screen. We'll do our best to get to all participants to all questions, but we have many participants on this webinar today. So I apologize in advance if we do not get to yours. And with that, I will turn the discussion over to Mr. Mike Michel. Go for Kim. Hello, uh, I'm very uh, pleased uh, to, to meet you today. Uh, I would like to um, stress the demographic dimension in uh, uh, present uh, geopolitics. And uh, one very uh, interesting uh, example in uh, this respect is certainly the, re the relationship between France and uh, uh, its, uh, uh, her former uh, Islamic uh, colonies in North Africa. Uh, I uh, would like to stress the fact that uh, uh, France uh, indeed uh, has been a very important uh, imperial uh, nation. Uh, it's uh, first in the 17th, 18th century, then again the 19th, uh, 20th century. Uh, and uh, uh, at one point, by uh, the middle of the 20th century, uh, France's co colonial empire was uh, second only to the British Empire. The French uh, got involved in North Africa uh, almost by chance. Uh, it so happened that there, there, was, uh, so, there were some difficulties between the government of France and the government of Algeria uh, in the late 1820s. Uh, one should remember that by that time, uh, the governments of the various countries in North Africa uh, had very problematic relations with uh, Western countries. For instance, America, uh, as it is, uh, I believe, uh, well known, uh, created the Marine Corps in order to, uh, to conduct a military operation uh, against the barbaresque powers, Algeria, Tunisia, and Libya. Uh, in 1801. Uh, there, there were many problems uh, between the North African countries and the Western countries. Some were uh, financial, that was the case uh, in, in the difficulties between France and Algeria, uh, and some were of a completely different nature. Uh, the countries in North Africa uh, were used to uh, some kind of piracy uh, against the, the Western uh, uh, merchant uh, ships. And uh, of course, the Western powers were not very happy about it and were uh, looking to, uh, seeking to, to finish that uh, situation. All in all, the French conducted a limited operation against Algiers, uh, which was by then the capital city 
of um, a kind of Turkish semi-autonomous um, government in Algeria. And uh, what happened was totally unexpected. It happened that uh, the, the day uh, the, the Turkish regent or viceroy of Algeria uh, simply um, abandoned Algiers after the French attacked. And the French uh, were able in, 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 you know, it was just an affair of a few days to, to seize uh, Algiers. And then the French wondered what they, they could uh, do now. Uh, should they stay in Algiers? Should they conquer the whole country of Algeria? Should they uh, simply withdraw to France after having taught a lesson to, uh, to the, the people there and especially to, to the rogue government there. Uh, eventually, the French decided to stay and to undertake the conquest of uh, the entire um, former uh, Turkish Ottoman uh, Regency of Algiers. Uh, but that time, the French, the French population, global population, was of about 30 million people. Whereas the population of Algiers was of three million souls only. So there was a demographic ratio between the French and the Algerians of uh, 10 to 1. 10 to 1. Combined with uh, a much superior technological and military uh, power on the side of the French, uh, the French um, envisioned an easy and quick uh, conquest of uh, the country. It happened that things did not proceed so smoothly, so smoothly as expected. In fact, uh, the, the war of conquest of Algeria was a protracted uh, struggle uh, for one uh, quite lengthy period of time, uh, the Algerians uh, managed to create a kind of strong uh, Islamic state against the French. But all in all, after uh, some 16, 17 years of, uh, of war, the French eventually were able to entirely pacify Algeria and to turn it into uh, a colony. And even not just a colony, they uh, had this uh, very French, very Gallic, uh, and some would say a very strange uh, attitude to turn Algeria as an integral part of um, the French uh, state itself. Uh, there, there are many reasons why the, the French um, made such a decision. It has to do with uh, French culture and especially French culture after the French Revolution with its ins insistence on uh, uh, kind of rational and uh, universalist vision of, uh, of manhood. But uh, in the 
end of the day, uh, the, the French pretended that Algeria was just as French as, say, Brittany, Burgundy, or Provence was an integral uh, part of, um, of France as a country and as a nation. Quite obviously, uh, the facts on the grounds uh, did not fit entirely with this uh, vision. Uh, the fact was that most Algerians, uh, many of them were uh, Muslim Arabs, uh, others were um, Muslim Berbers, and there was also a tiny minority of, uh, of uh, Jewish Algerians. Uh, most of them thought of themselves as being primarily uh, Muslims or Jewish, and uh, um, were not interested, in fact, into trading their identity for uh, a different uh, secular French identity. The French, in fact, offered a kind of bargain to their uh, Algerian subjects. Uh, they could uh, agree to become full-fledged uh, French citizens. In order to do that, all they had was to, um, to accept the, the, the civil code of France. And that was asking too much um, as seen from uh, a Muslim point of view, because uh, it, it, it passed for uh, a kind of apostasy of, uh, of Islam. And most Muslim Algerians, in fact, declined to undergo such a uh, north of allegiance to uh, the French culture and the French uh, government as such. The Jews were more interested and eventually in 1870 uh, they uh, globally were bestowed French citizenship. But they were an exception. The vast majority of uh, the native Algerians uh, were in fact reluctant to become France. So you had a, a very strange situation where on the one hand uh, France said that Algeria was uh, an integral part of, uh, of herself and on the other hand you had a situation where most of the native inhabitants of Algeria were in fact deprived of um, civic equality. This situation could be perhaps sustained for a long period of time as long as the demographic ratio uh, stayed more or less what it had been at the moment of the conquest. But it happened that, uh, in fact, the native population of Algeria grew much uh, quicker than uh, the population of uh, metropolitan France and of uh, a small, uh, sizable but still small, um, French colonial settlement in Algeria. So much so that by um, A1962, at the moment uh, Algeria uh, won its uh, war of independence, there against the French, 
there was um, the ratio had changed dramatically. There were uh, in metropolitan France about 50 million uh, citizens, 50 million people, residents, whereas in Algeria you had uh, something like uh, 11 million people, among them 10 million uh, native uh, Muslims and uh, about 1 million French citizens, some of them uh, colonial settlers and a minority among them uh, the Jewish French citizens. Of, uh, of Algeria. In 1962, uh, the goal organized for Algeria to uh, vote in a referendum, and uh, it didn't come as a surprise that, in fact, uh, most uh, native Algerians voted for complete independence. Uh, it should uh, be stressed that at the same time, a, a parallel referendum was held in France and uh, a majority among the, the French living in metropolitan France agreed to the complete independence of Algeria at the same time. The French had this vision that the colonial era was over and that the special ties that had existed between France and uh, colonies, and especially Algeria, uh, were simply finished. Uh, the ties were severed uh, <laughs> for once and for all. That, that was the vision in, uh, in France. What happened since Algeria has become independent has betrayed that vision. Now, what is the demographic ratio between um, France, Algeria, and between France and uh, uh, former colonies or protectorates in, in, in North Africa? Back to 1830, as I said, there were 30 million uh, people in France, 3 million in Algeria, and possibly something like three to four million people in the other countries of North Africa. So that was the ratio uh, at the moment of the conquest, when the conquest was, was started. Today, the situation is completely different. We have uh, 67 million people uh, who are citizens of the French Republic. Uh, which means citizens of metropolitan France and of some overseas territories that are as French as, for instance, Alaska or Hawaii are American. And on the other end, we have uh, 43 million people uh, in Algeria. We have um, something like uh, 35 million people in Morocco. We have uh, uh, 12 million people in Tunisia. All in all, the former French Africa now is something like 100 million strong. To that, you must add as well, probably, uh, the countries of uh, Islamic uh, uh, Sub-Saharan uh, Africa, uh, countries um, which, uh, which can be described as um, 
more African than North African. And uh, these countries are also undergoing a very, a very uh, dynamic uh, demographic uh, growth. And what happened now is that all these countries that used to be the colonies, the protectorates, or the overseas territories of France, uh, still see France as uh, a country with which they have special ties, except that the former situation where the French, meaning the white Christian French, uh, used to dominate, and now they don't dominate anymore. And uh, it is now the, the former subjects, the Muslim subjects of North Africa or the Muslims or non-Muslim subjects of uh, Sub-Saharan Africa that in some way uh, have uh, been entitled to, uh, to dominate the French African space. This uh, situation uh, has perhaps not been, um, I mean, explicitly, explicitly uh, expressed, but uh, nevertheless, it is very much uh, part of the background of uh, the, the problems that we have in between France and uh, Africa today. And especially, and this is my last word, this uh, situation is the background to uh, the, the religious or even the racial problems that are uh, gathering in metropolitan France itself. The, um, there is a vast uh, community of people that immigrated for the, from the former African colonies uh, that lives now um, in France and they tend uh, gradually to share that view that in fact France belongs to them from now on just the way they had belonged to France. I'm ready for some questions. Wonderful, thank you so much. So the first, first question we have is, you can touch on the other countries as well, but do these same issues exist for former French colonies, particularly Africa south of the Sahara? If not, why not? Okay, uh, I would say that the problem is especially intense when it comes to Algeria, because Algeria was seen as part of France. Uh, no um, native government uh, was... Um, I mean, a load in Algeria, the way you had an imperial uh, government in uh, Morocco and uh, a regency in Tunisia. Uh, there, there was um, a modicum of uh, national identity in Morocco and Tunisia that was known in Algeria. So much so that uh, once the Algerians have achieved independence, they have achieved an independence within the frame of the former French state. And uh, as much as they uh, have been immigrating to France, to metropolitan France, the former metropolitan France, uh, in fact, they have a feeling 
that they move from one part to the other part of what used to be one country. So you cannot expect from the rank and file of these immigrants to understand all the technicalities of this situation. The, uh, I mean, the feeling, I'm not talking here about what is written in the books, I'm talking about uh, a global feeling. The feeling is that once the French were the bosses, and now it's the time for uh, the Algerians especially, but it is true also to some extent, and it's getting more uh, truer and truer about the other uh, former colonial nations. Wonderful, thank you. How much of the motivation of these ex-colonies come from simple reaction to the colonization and how much is tied up with the Dawah of Islam? Uh, it, it's a very intricate questions, question. I, I'm, uh, I will certainly not say that the, the French rule uh, in Algeria and in other places were uh, perfect and totally uh, benign. But on the other end, the, the mere fact that there was such an important uh, demographic growth put out the colonial rule of France means that uh, the French allowed for such a growth that they allowed for their subject to be fed, to enjoy access to medicine, and so on, and so on. So uh, um, again, we are talking about uh, a time where inequality between uh, colonial powers and the colonies was seen as uh, something natural, perhaps to be corrected with time, with, uh, but, but still something uh, totally uh, natural. And uh, uh, I believe that by that standard, the, the French uh, did not rule their colonies in such um, uh, a, a totally uh, uh, awful way. Uh, there is an element, an important element of resentment, no discussion about it. Uh, but uh, this element of resentment is getting more and more um, a fantasy because uh, the more we, 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 we move, uh, the more, uh, in fact, the French are very careful to, um, to create a situation of uh, equality between them and their uh, former colonies. And uh, I, I believe that there is a, a great part of ideology or infatuation about the, the resentment of the, the former colonial uh, nations against France. Thank you. Going forward, will France just capitulate or will there be a reaction to the demographic issues? That's a very interesting question. Uh, first and foremost, um, the problem, the main problem is that the French, just like the other Europeans or maybe the other Westerners have developed, um, especially since World War II, uh, a global um, worldview, a global ideology by which um, there should not be any kind of uh, um, 
nationalism of uh, uh, national, ethnic or racial uh, reaction against uh, immigration or against the assertiveness of the the former um, slaves or the, pro the former colonized people and so on. And it's very difficult for um, the French to overcome this um, uh, ideological framework. The moment they start to overcome it, uh, uh, there is a further problem. It is that this reaction can be hijacked uh, effectively by uh, the far right or by all kinds of extremist uh, parties. And again, th this is creating uh, a difficulty in order to, to react in a rational way to uh, the challenge of uh, immigration or let's call it um, uh, resentment on the part the, of the, the former uh, colonial uh, uh, subject. Uh, will the French be able uh, today to resist uh, a further uh, disintegration of their country as a nation uh, state, an homogeneous uh, nation state? I have no idea, but uh, I believe that a lot of people in France think that it's already too late and that uh, the only um, perspective, uh, sustainable perspective should be to uh, uh, allow the, the native French to, uh, to, to keep uh, their identity in face of the, the neo-French, the, the French from the former colonies. Thank you. So I'm sure a lot of that has to do with the differences between the birth rates. Uh, what do you attribute this to? Uh, difference between? Uh, birth rates, population. Oh, birth oh okay. Um, there are probably uh, two or three reasons to be considered. Uh, up to a point, uh, it's certainly um, religion. Uh, the 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 Muslims still have uh, a strong and demanding religion. Uh, still uh, stress and or enforce uh, family values, the authority of parents, the authority of uh, the fathers. And uh, this uh, framework is conducive to stable family life and uh, by implication to um, a high birth rate. A second uh, reason is that um, the French um, social system um, is a, a kind of very comprehensive welfare state that offers a lot of incentives for families to grow. Uh, but it depends, of course, uh, on uh, the citizens themselves to make use of that incentives or not. Uh, the sad truth is that most of the non-Muslims in France today uh, have uh, joined the global Western uh, way of life, which means that they are reluctant uh, to, to have stable marriages, to, to be married at all, uh, to um, grow families, and so on. Whereas the, and, and therefore, they don't make an extensive use 
of the welfare state, whereas the immigrants uh, who have strong family values do make uh, an extensive use of uh, the welfare state. So this is uh, a second reason. And then there is a third reason, and the third reason is simply what I described as the culture of resentment and the culture that, uh, according to which uh, uh, this is really the time of the former subject. Uh, it's good to have a lot of children in France if you are um, an Algeria, uh, if you come from Algeria or from any other uh, former uh, French colony, because you have a revenge to take against the, you have to uh, dispossess the, the native French, and it's only fair, it's only justice. This is the way they look at it. Uh, th this is uh, a, a difficult situation, difficult situation. I'm not sure, uh, nobody can say that. Uh, this is going to be uh, a situation that will uh, still prevail in 10 years from now or 20 years from now and so on. Nobody knows, but uh, there is a trend according to which, um, in fact, the global, uh, the, the community identity of um, the Muslims, uh, which means the immigrants in France, uh, will, uh, will be strengthened. Uh, for instance, take religion, uh, the, the observance of the Muslim religion in France is getting stronger and stronger uh, from one decade to the other decade. Uh, some 25 years ago, uh, we have uh, figures. Uh, 25 uh, years ago, there were about less than 30% of the, the French Muslims who said they were uh, observing the fast of Ramadan. Today, uh, the, the people who identify as uh, Muslims, when asked, say 70% 70 70 of them say that they pay attention to Ramadan and they, they keep Ramadan. Uh, which means that uh, when, when you think at what Ramadan really entails, that means certainly that there has been a spectacular growth in uh, in religious observance among the French Muslim. And religious observance means a global uh, collective identity of uh, the Muslim community. All right. Thank you so much. We have unfortunately run out of time. We have so many questions that have come in. Can you just tell us real quick where we can find more information on your work? Uh, first and foremost, I would like to um, remember everyone that uh, I did in 1977, uh, 1997, sorry, for uh, the Middle East Quarterly um, uh, study on uh, the impact of immigration uh, in France. Uh, and this uh, story, which is available, I think, quite uh, easily, um, has been, in fact, a kind of uh, landmark in, uh, in the appreciation of the immigration problem in France. It has stayed uh, for uh, 20 years, I believe, as uh, one of the 10th more um, frequently uh, uh, consulted uh, articles in uh, the Middle East uh, Quarterly. All right. Thank you so much. We have come to the close of our webinar. Thank you again, Mr. Griffin. Thank you. Uh, 
uh, for speaking with us today. Please join us Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I'd be delighted, of course, to answer any further question that may be conveyed uh, by the, the Middle East Forum to me. Wonderful, thank you. So please join us Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern for Ashley Perry's weekly Israel Insider Update and Barack Bechdel's Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern. Thank you all for joining us and I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you.